Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's August 10th, 2020. Welcome to The Quadcast. Let's dive in. First up, molecular eight ball. So maybe molecular classification can help us clarify the results of PORTEC-3. PORTEC-3 was a randomized controlled trial that compared adjuvant radiation alone to adjuvant chemoradiation for women with high-risk endometrial cancer, which was defined as having stage 1 endometrial cancer that was grade 3 with deep invasion or LVSI. Additionally, it included any stage 2 to 3 patient or any stage 1 to 3 patient who had serous or clear cell histology. Initial analysis showed that adding chemotherapy improved failure-free survival with a strong benefit among women with stage 3 disease or an age greater than 70 years. Then a later analysis showed an improvement in overall survival driven by those with stage 3 disease and serous histology. In the secondary analysis, 97% of PORTEC-3 tumors were classified into four molecular subgroups, P53 abnormal, pole ultramutated, mismatch repair deficient, and no specific molecular profile. Compared to the overall population, there is a disproportionately high number of serous tumors in the P53 abnormal group grade 3 endometrioid tumors in the pole ultramutated group, and grade 1 to 2 endometrioid tumors in the no-specific molecular profile group. Mismatch repair deficient was predominantly endometrioid of all grades. P53 abnormal patients had the worst clinical outcomes, with less than half free from occurrence and just over half alive at 5 years. On the other hand, there was only one recurrence and death in the pole ultramutated group for a five-year recurrence-free survival and overall survival rate of 98%. Outcomes for mismatch repair deficient and no specific molecular profile groups fell in the middle with recurrence-free survival of 70 to 75% and overall survival of 80 to 90%. So how did each group fare with the addition of chemotherapy? As expected, there was no chemotherapy benefit for the pole ultramutated group, the mismatch repair deficient group, or the no specific molecular profile group. On the other hand, P53 abnormal grouping saw a 23% absolute improvement in five-year recurrence-free survival and overall survival with the addition of chemotherapy. The bottom line is molecular classification of high-risk endometrial cancer is prognostic of clinical outcomes and predictive of the benefit of chemo. Thanks to Leon Castillo, JCO, 2020. Up second, Debbie O'Downer. Downing recurrence rates, that is, cisplatin and radiation is firmly cemented as the current standard of care for locally advanced head and neck cancer but an important mechanism of resistance remains evasion of apoptosis. Enter Debio 1143 
which is a small molecule IAP inhibitor that sensitizes cancer cells to chemo and radiation and gained FDA approval after abstract reporting of Gore-Tec 2015-03. We now have the full publication, as highlighted in Lancet Oncology 2020 by Sun et al. And we've got more details. Among the nearly 100 enrollees, around three quarters were N2+, 58% had an oropharyngeal primary, and less than 10% were HPV positive, likely due to an inclusion criteria of 10 pack years. The primary endpoint of local regional control was significantly improved from 33 to 54% at 18 months with the addition of WO1143 to standard chemoradiation, with no increase in overall rate of grade 3 plus toxicity. The bottom line is, for the first time in decades, a novel therapy has improved upon the outcomes achieved with radiation concurrent with cisplatin for locally advanced head and neck cancer. Up next, nodes ill. Node-only recurrence of prostate cancer is tricky business. Here we have long-term follow-up, as published in European Urology 2020 by Bravi et al., of one of the largest series to date on 189 men post-previous definitive prostatectomy undergoing salvage pelvic nodal dissection for node-only disease per PSMA or choline PET staging upon biochemical recurrence. Just over a third, at 69, of these men had a post-dissection PSA response and less than two-thirds, at 115, received ADT within six months of dissection. Ultimately, at 10 years, the chances of being free from subsequent biochemical recurrence was only 11%, free from metastases, 31%, and free from prostate cancer death, 66%. Most importantly, if not surprisingly, those with a post-dissection PSA response as well as those receiving ADT within six months, had a lower risk of prostate cancer death on multivariate analysis. The bottom line is, node-only recurrence of prostate cancer needs systemic therapy. Up next, toxic grading. Every therapeutic trial ever includes reporting on toxicity. In oncology, we rely heavily on the NCI's quote-unquote standardized criteria for adverse events metrics, CTCAE. Despite its best efforts, though, it may not be as standardized as we think. In this simple study, as published in the Red Journal 2020 by Fairchild et al., two senior RADONC residents retrospectively and independently assigned CTCAE toxicity to 100 patient status check visits based on free text clinical assessments. Disagreements were captured in 93 of 100 encounters. Yikes. This could be due to, as with all things oncology, increasing complexity. The current version, version 5, 
has 837 terms compared to less than 50 in the original version. The bottom line is, while clearly important, toxicity data should be interpreted with a grain of salt. Up next, pie in the sky. This past week, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services issued the 2021 Medicare Physician Fee Schedule proposed rule to go in effect January 1st, while medical oncologists enjoy an overall 14% increase in estimated payments their radiation oncology colleagues are set to suffer an unprecedented 6% decrease. This is largely due to an unchanging pie, meaning a neutral budget, being cut with bigger slices for in-office, high-level established patient visits, which is basically every medical oncology patient ever, which of course leaves less pie being left over for outpatient procedures. CMS 2020. Up next, merger. In an act that is sure to increase confusion amongst the general population regarding the specialties of radiology and radiation oncology, radiology tech giant Siemens has acquired the slightly smaller Radonc tech giant Varian in the year's most expensive healthcare deal to date at a purchase price of a cool $16.4 billion. Thanks to Sagal, Bloomberg, 2020. Finally, out for summer and fall and winter, school reopenings are more unpopular than ever with this report of a Georgia summer camp where over three quarters of the hundreds of tested attendees with a median age of 12 contracted COVID-19 within a matter of days, even after a required negative test upon arriving. CDC 2020. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.